That's <laughs> I hope you jinxed yourself. <laughs> that means I'm winning. That's the sound of winning. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking is uh is <laughs> I'm having flashbacks to uh that that show that was on MTV, the Claymation show, Celebrity Deathmatch. And I just was like, let's get it off. <laughs> And oh, why well. are we why are we acting this way, Fran? I I think it's because the the guesses in the beginning of the show are uh, for Christine has stumped Fran what sixteen Christine? times. Christine, Christine, <laughs> we have a new employee named Christine, and Kelsey has been here. Yes, but Christine has stumped Fran sixteen times. Fran has gotten the guess right fifteen times, and we have four guesses left this season to decide who is uh who is better at. Uh, their job than the other. Oh, so. wow. How did you put it that <laughs> Well, your job is to guess it correctly. Yeah. My job is to guess it correctly, too, and I'm by far the worst. And then Christiane's job is in, to stump both of us. In our defense, yeah. in our defense, out of the 32 episodes that we've recorded, there's at least six plants I've never heard of, ever. Six of 16. That's not that impressive. <laughs> yeah, but I can't guess something that I don't know what it is. So it's a loss from the get-go. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I've gotten that many right, I've already won. And if you I've total us oh up, I, I think we are beating Christiane, am I right? We've got yeah, more if right you total than it up, yeah. No, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Combined, Tom right? and Fran are beating if we've had, Christiane. We've done 32 No, episodes. because you've joined guesses. We both well. We've both so thirty-two right episodes. I am halfway winning. Yeah, you have gotten so you have won fifty percent of the time. Yes, Fran and I have won the won other fifty percent of the time. Of the time. Yeah. Okay. So one so, v two. I am winning. Yeah. And I have a feeling, Fran, we're not going to do well this week. So. No, I have a feeling that it's just all downhill from here. But we'll see how the listeners do because I know some of them have been getting them right where we've been getting them wrong. I, uh, and that is frankly not surprising because many of our listeners are much, <laughs> much smarter and much more educated in botany than we are. So uh, I agree. And we're yeah. so we're down to the home stretch. We're down to our last four episodes. So let's let's do this. There's not a winner yet. It's coming down to like the ninth inning of the seventh <laughs> you game don't need of the to World say, Series. Let's do this because I already said let's get it on. Let's get it on. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Yes. We have a perennial forb that is two to three foot tall. One and a half foot to two and a half foot spread. Native from Quebec and Newfoundland, west to British Columbia, and south to California, Louisiana, and Florida. And its wetland indicator status <laughs> is obligate. So native to the entire, the entire of, uh, the entirety. of northern North America. Northern and central North America. There's too many things to 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 know about this, like that. That helps <laughs> not at all. Um, well, we know it's a, a obligate plant. It's an so obligate. That's a good plant. start. It's a good start. So before, just let let's talk this out. Perennial like, forb. I would want to know. I would want to know flower if it's. Yeah, she said Louisiana, California, and Florida. So I'm wondering if it's coastal. Or is it through the whole I think thing? It's through the entire. Through, is it, are you saying it's through the entire? I'm pretty is that sure your it's question? the entirety. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. So it. I, all right. So it's something like. 
does it take inundation or is it just obligate? It's so that's a good lead because my my first thought was pickerweed. I don't know why it just it yeah. just was. Yeah, <laughs> and um, but I guess there's a couple other things like peltandra and all those. I don't know if it's something we grow or something we don't. Those are just the ones I know. So I I guess my question would be, can you describe the flower? Because that should give us at least that should a color. help us. Yeah, yeah. The flower is tiny, tubular, two-lipped, snapdragon-like blue flowers that bloom in uh, soli- solitary, uh, mostly from leaf axles, but occasionally from the terminal. I'm not really sure what that means. So tubular blue yeah. flowers. Um, so Lobelia syphilitica is facultative wet. I don't I believe that's so. obligate. All right. Yeah. So tubular, and I, I'm even thinking like, and those aren't from leaf axles. All right. Like I'm going through my head. All right, and see, that's not – like I thought mimulus at first, but that's not native, Yeah, that whole range. doesn't have that – I don't think it does. It's not native in what New Jersey. What do you Jersey. think, Christian? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let me, let me ask you this. Um, um, I don't even know what to ask. What do you – do you have another question? I I honestly, you said the inundation thing before. Yeah. I think that may help. How about this? Do you want to know if it's something that we grow? Yeah, that's not going to help everyone at home. So I think you should give All us right. two questions if we ask that. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What that, does it handle? Permanent inundation. I have no record of it handling right. inundation. All right. I'm going to say monkey flower. That's what I'm thinking too because that does. I've seen it in New Jersey. Yeah. I don't think it's but, technically native here. Hmm. I, I think it's it. Yeah. It comes out to PA. I don't know that it's maybe it's somewhere in northern New Jersey. It's a native. Yeah. All right. Uh, monkey I, flower. I'm, I, that's I'm. I think that's it too. It's not. It's oh. Mad Dog Skullcap. <laughs> <laughs> do you, Tom? Do you even know what that is? Only because Christiane named a cow Mad Dog, dog Skullcap. Skull yeah. <laughs> You're listening to A Native Plant Every Day with Tom and Fran. Happy Monday. Welcome to Native Plants We Don't Know. I am Fran. And I'm Tom. And I'm Christiane. (laughs) (laughs) And today's plant is Scutellaria lateriflora, which is Mad Dog Skullcap. It's also known as Blue Skullcap or Side Flowering Skullcap. Now... I do. I think we should refresh because we have yeah. talked about it on here. Okay. But Christian does uh, this year. They have a, a, a beef farm. Is that what you call it? Cattle farm. Cattle farm is the right word. And it's um, a grain farm with uh, pet cows. Okay, but you have these cows <laughs> yeah. that that are are pets all the way from calving to the freezer. Yeah. And um, exactly. And you name them. You have a theme for their names every year, and this year's theme was plants. Yep. And can you remind everyone what their names are? We had fig, pine, oak. I'm forgetting one. But my the one I got to name was Mad Dog Skullcap. All right. Now, did you <laughs> did you have had you already done the profile of this plant when you named it? 
No. You knew this plant already. I knew this plant because of trying to find the most obscene name to name a cow. All right. Awesome. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, as we've already established, it does get two to three foot tall with a one and a half to two and a half foot spread with a wetland indicator status of obligate native from Quebec to Newfoundland, west of British Columbia and south to California, Louisiana and Florida. It's a perennial form of the Lamiaceae family, which is part of the mint family. And it has square stems that have thin, opposite, mostly glabrous, ovate to lancelot leaves with toothed margins with subordinate or rounded bases and pinnate veins. Yeah, so the leaves of this plant are dark green, uh, which is completely different than medium dark green. Yes. And um, <laughs> and above, but they are light green beneath, uh, which is kind of interesting if you've never looked. There's certain plants do this. Uh, Agastache is, is one of them where the tops will be a different color than the bottoms. Like the bottoms are, because yeah. they're also a little bit fuzzy, yeah. get like almost white in appearance. Um, this one, I'm probably not white, but that light green color. Yeah. That has the tiny tubular two lips, snapdragon-like blue flowers, uh, which are a third of an inch long. They bloom solitary or in one side racemes, mostly from the leaf axils, but occasionally terminal from July, and they bloom from July to early October. Each flower is replaced by an oddly shaped seed capsule that contains four nutlets. Do you think it's as odd as seed box? That's a pretty odd shape. That seed is capsule. a pretty yeah. And then uh, the capsule consists of two lobes that are joined at the base but spread slightly apart from each other at their tips. Uh, is best grown in moist to wet soils in full sun, and it tolerates some light, uh, it, light afternoon shade. And there's really no serious dis- insect or disease problems, although you can get powdery mildew and leaf spot uh, or aphids as well. Yeah. Um, the root system consists of a taproot, and it does so it does get a taproot, uh, and it it will spread uh, rhizomally or uh, by stolen. It is stoloniferous. Um, so it does get runners. Um, the caterpillars of the corintid moth uh, species skeletonize the leaves of mad dog skullcap. Mammalian herbivores and geese won't eat the foliage of this plant because of its bitter taste and mild toxicity. The ringneck pheasant reportedly will eat the seed, and historically it's used in herbal medicines as a sedative and tranquilizer and for treatment of the of a variety of conditions, including insomnia, anxiety, convulsions, and certain neurological disorders. Yeah, so studies believe it may help protect against disorders such as Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, depression, and anxiety. Uh, it may inhibit food allergic response, and this plant can be used with some caution, or should be used with some caution, since in excess it causes uh, giddiness, stupor, confusion, and twitching, which I'm assuming <laughs> is where the, the mad dog name uh, may come from. But are we going to learn that later, Christiane? I hope so because I'm, I'm still curious. Uh, it was utilized by the Cherokee and other tribes to promote menstruation and was employed in the ceremonial transition of young girls to womanhood. Uh, it was also uh, used infusions and decoctions of skullcap root for treating diarrhea, kidney problems, breast pain, and to help expel the afterbirth. Um, the Iroquois used an infusion of the powdered roots to prevent smallpox and to keep the throat clean. And – like I was saying, that genus name comes from the Latin word uh, scatella, which means small dish or saucer. And skullcap refers to the cap-like shape of the flowers and seed capsules, which resemble military helmets worn by men in the Middle Ages. This was used for everything but venereal disease. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So it's, I was just thinking <laughs> we were talking with my brother yesterday yeah. about what he would guess if he was yeah. on this show yeah. in the beginning. He says, oh, yeah, I would guess like the, would what uses. The and I'm like, I don't think that would really help. <laughs> but he it's, would know. He would. He think? knows some of them, but yeah. he, doesn't, he doesn't know them like that where it's okay. like it's going to cover such a wide range because everyone covers diarrhea. It either stops it or it causes it. And um, uh, like that's, this is the second plant where was said to help with the afterbirth, I think. Yeah. I think so. So, but kidney problems, breast pain, and afterbirth. So, no venereal disease. All right, lightning round. <laughs> you ready for the lightning round? I am. All I right. don't think you are. Probably not. It doesn't matter anymore. I've already Marty tapped <laughs> out run up the score. Yeah. Let's see how far Tom can run away with this. All right. Uh, true or false, the roots of the Mad Dog skullcap are used in medicines while the leaves of the Chinese skullcap are used. What? So the roots of Mad Dog skullcap are used and the leaves of the Chinese okay. skullcap right. are used in medicines. Okay. O- only? That's those okay. are the primary things. Yes. All right. True or false? Mad dog skullcap can cure rabies. True or false? Wait, that, uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> True or false? It is easy to distinguish between mad dog skullcap and other species of skullcap because of the flower size. Okay. All right. True or false, the specific epithet means side flowering in reference to the one-sided floral racemes. And then true or false, roots need to be managed frequently to prevent aggressive spreading. All right, Tom, I have all true. (laughs) I don't. All right, okay. All right. We'll see if there. I guess yeah. It all comes down to are there more trues than falses? Yeah. All <laughs> right. All right. Let's go. First up was false. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, the roots of the Chinese skullcap are used, while the leaves of the Mad Dog skullcap are used in medicines. Then it is false, um, but that is where Mad Dog comes from. Is a belief it can cure rabies i do just want to stop there and say that i've i've already won yeah (laughs) (laughs) because i got the first two right the next two i have listed i guess true so the most you can get is three yeah if you got the remaining i I will already have four all right okay so yeah don't even ask no i'm just kidding we we gotta keep going Uh, next up was true. Uh, the mad dog skullcaps flowers are noticeably smaller than other species. Then the next one was true. The specific epithet refers to the one-sided floral racemes. Given given one of the common names was side flowering skullcap, I figured that had to be true. It should be. Um, and then last up was false. Um, the despite it spreading by rhizomes and spread runners it does not need to be managed to contain it friend so i you got two of i got five. two yeah i got all five wow wow i really <laughs> learned a lot about mad dog all right so let's 15 minutes today. let's do the tallies so christiane gets another one and you get another one so with three episodes left christiane is winning 17 to 15 to 9 
So three episodes left. So I need to win the next three mm-hmm. in order to come out on top. And then Tom has already won the lightning round. He's up 21 to 15. So that's a blowout. All right. There you have it. Mad Dog Skullcap. That's one for you. Are you putting it in your yard? I don't have anywhere that I think it fit. I'm going to force a rain garden so I can put it in. All right. Tom, how about you? Yeah, I don't have anywhere it would fit either, but it does look pretty interesting. Um, I'm wondering if I've seen this plant someplace before and I can go and I find it. I may have and not yeah. just not known what it was. Yeah. Um, just, just out of spite, I'm not putting it in my yard. No. That's fine. No. Had I gotten you it right, out. I would plant the whole front yard. <laughs> <laughs> but because I got it wrong, no. Not going in my You're yard. You're missing out. Though. All right. <laughs> Were you going to say something, Tom? No. Oh, okay. No. I was All right. just looking. Looking Point, at. Pointing at the score. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, familiarize yourself with Mad Dog Skullcap. Think of Christiane's steer. Cow or steer? Steer. Should steer. we should we plug that? Um, so, Christian is Christian Goodenough of Goodenough Farms, <laughs> and you can actually buy Mad Dog Skullcap. You can and and have her as a pet in your freezer. Yeah, her, her him, him, him 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 as a pet in your freezer. Um, <laughs> if you so choose. All so. right, there you go. We will be back tomorrow with another native plant, and until then, keep it native. Thank you for listening to A Native Plant Every Day with Tom and Fran. Hey everyone, this is Fran. And Tom. And we just wanted to give you a quick reminder to tune in every Friday to our other podcast, Native Plants Healthy Planet. Yeah, so on Native Plants Healthy Planet, we dive into all different kinds of subjects revolving around native plants and our ecology and having a healthy planet. We have guests from uh, from colleges, from other podcasts, from different nonprofits we work with, even authors. It's a really good time. We hope you join us over there. Make sure you tune in, and until then, keep it native.